Hi, everyone. This is David Cohen, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Brad Feld. Hey, Brad. And this is the Give First podcast. And in the startup world, Give First means simply trying to help anyone, especially entrepreneurs, without any expectation of getting anything back. So we'll be talking to mentors and founders about what Give First looks like in action and how it makes great entrepreneurship possible. We polled everyone and they said consistently that their favorite part of the show was the legal mumbo jumbo. So here it is. The following discussion is an expression of personal opinion and does not represent the opinion of Techstars or any company we discuss. Our conversations for informational purposes only, including any mention of securities or funds. This is not legal business investment or tax advice and is not intended for use by any investor. Certain of Techstars funds own or may own in the future securities in some of the companies discussed in this podcast. Got it? On today's episode of Give First, I'm super excited to let you all know about an amazing organization that's doing great work called Div Inc. And we're going to meet with Preston James, who is the CEO and co-founder of Div Inc. He's a champion for diversity and inclusion in the tech industry. Preston, welcome to the Give First podcast. Oh, thanks, Dave. I really appreciate it. Super excited to be here, man. Thank you. We've gotten a little bit involved in what you're doing, and, and I know you're trying to grow it and amplify the work through the Techstars Foundation. Many people don't maybe know about the work of the Techstars Foundation. Just a brief overview there. You know, we try to support organizations like yours, Preston, that can have a scalable impact on diversity and inclusion in the technology space. We do that, of course, with a little bit of fundraising help. We try to amplify donations to nonprofit organizations in our own network. And then, of course, we contribute through our own capital, through our foundation as well. And so the real power of it, I hope, is really using our network right, to drive more interest in what you're doing, participation, contribution, etc. For those that don't know Div Inc., want to give you the chance to at a high level, help explain what the organization is all about. Thanks, Dave. I really appreciate it. I just want to say, first off, man, I'm really thankful and grateful for the partnership that we've established with Techstars over the years. And that's support based in Austin, as well as at headquarters and through the Access Program and also the foundation. So thank you for that. So let me give you a little bit of background on DevInc. Just kind of going back in time a little bit. I was a 20-year veteran at Dow, did the whole corporate thing. My last job there, I was the managing director for the Global Center for Entrepreneurship. Started working with tech startups, and my mind was like blown with all the innovation that was going on, what was happening. But we did recognize there was, just like in corporate America, that there was a lack of diversity. Long story short, an opportunity came to take her early retirement from Dell. I did that and quickly became a mentor. And then also later as an angel investor in tech startups. And what I recognized pretty early on, David, was that as an angel investor, what was happening was when white guys would come in to pitch to me, they were sort of like here in terms of the quality and sophistication of their businesses. And then folks of color and women generally were here. And there was this huge gap. And from my perspective, I was just like, why does this gap exist? And so delving down into it, talking with leaders in the community, entrepreneurs, what it came down to, David, for us was that really kind of one word, and that was access. There's a lack of access. You see it, you know, and I think people are seeing it throughout the industry, lack of access to the best practices and know-how of building a successful tech startup access to the human and social capital, 
networks. The networks for underrepresented entrepreneurs versus the traditional tech startup ecosystem, they can be vastly different. And so missing out on opportunities because they're not connected to one another. And then the third piece is access to financial capital. And so Div Inc. sought to really build an infrastructure into the existing ecosystem that addresses this early stage barriers to entry, if you will, for underrepresented founders. And we launched in 2016 with an accelerated program. We didn't set out to make it an accelerated program. We said, hey, let's put these pieces together to address these barriers. And voila, it, it turned out to be this accelerated program. And I'll be honest, we looked at the model of Techstars and we said, okay, how do we get underrepresented entrepreneurs to get some access to this earlier in the process, right? If you haven't done it before, you're a first-time entrepreneur trying to get into Techstars, which is really, really competitive. It's really, really hard. It's difficult, the acceptance rates. But how do we create that pipeline for Techstars and others? And so Divink basically said, hey, let's build something that addresses this earlier stage at the MVP pre-revenue and really get to build this pipeline of entrepreneurs for the underrepresented community and make the ecosystems more authentically diverse, equitable, and inclusive in creating those opportunities. And you started in Austin, I believe in Houston as well. Where else yes. are you aspiring to grow the organization? We aspire to be in a, a national organization right now, Austin and Houston. We're also looking at expanding throughout Texas, so Dallas, San Antonio, but also in the central part. So we're looking at places like Colorado. We're looking at Detroit. We're open to how do we take the infrastructure of Divink and scale that and expand that into other cities. Our key focus right now is let's go deeper in our programming to accelerate the opportunity for underrepresented founders to become investable and fundable. And so when they're coming out of Divink, we want them to be investable, fundable type of companies. And so we're putting that whole infrastructure in place, David, to at the early stage to really make that happen. And what I mean by that, let me just give you where we are. Today, we've helped over 75 companies go through our program. That's just with the accelerator. And what we're doing is we're expanding that and building more onto that infrastructure by bringing in a pre-accelerator, which would be an online platform to really build that pipeline of ideation stage companies. And then we're adding our alumni program, adding more into it by putting in a studio in place. And then the last piece would be like a friends and family round equity investment fund, which will help them at different friends and family. And so you take that early stage infrastructure and basically it's all piecemeal together and it flows together, right? And then leveraging partnerships like the one we have with Techstars, we can serve as a pipeline to organizations like Techstars or a pipeline to angel investment groups and things like that. So we're really excited about what we're doing and really trying to take that into other cities as well. Awesome overview. Amazing work to see you know, all the founders you're working with and how they're building revenue and how they're raising capital and hiring people. That's what it's all about. I mean, I want to circle back to a couple of things you talked about. I've experienced too, just from my perspective. So you mentioned access. Yes. It's just like, I don't necessarily have access to the network or the 
exposure to even the terminology, for example, right? That's that gets right. used. There's a whole language around venture capital, as you know, and angel investors have picked up that language. And, you know, I was talking to a group of 50 entrepreneurs. They happen to be all, you know, as a black group of entrepreneurs. And I was doing a little bit of fundraising coaching. Here's some stuff that you could, you know, maybe try. And the number of times that I just had to stop and sort of say, okay, oh, pre-money valuation, like I'm, I'm saying one on three, you know, one on three pre, and somebody stopped and said, could you explain that? And I said, right. absolutely, right? And I think what we have to recognize as investors is this is not some kind of deficit that they have. It's really just they haven't been exposed to it. That's I right. find it very easy to teach it to them, very easy to stop and explain it, but maybe they just haven't been in that language or sort of being exposed to that. So. I think that's on on us as investors to make sure that we're not just sort of speaking a code, right? That maybe somebody hasn't been exposed to and taking the time to explain, you know, I'm talking about investing a million dollars for 25% of your company. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's an awesome analysis. And what we like to do, Dave, as we look at our role, it's like, yeah, we're doing this program, but we're really bringing people together so that folks can understand each other, right? And entrepreneurs are coming in and they want to understand like an investor mindset, like, okay, what are you talking about? How do you talk? What are you looking for? Likewise, investors get to talk to entrepreneurs and and understand better, just like you, like they haven't even been exposed to this, right? And so now as people are together, we create this like mindset shift across the ecosystem, right? Like now that you have this understanding, you have a different perspective, right? It's like, okay, look, like you said, it's not a deficit thing at all. And here's the other thing that I will share too, David. And I'll use my story as an example. I'm a 20-year, 25-year tech guy, been in the you know corporate world. I came into the startup mentor, investor, angel investor. I didn't know diddly squat, right? I would walk into Central Texas Angel Network meeting and they're talking about cap table and pre-money <laughs> and post-money and yep. you know convertible notes. And I would say, because I was used to being in that type of environment, that stuff is intimidating as hell. And I would go home every day, you know, smile, shake my head. Yeah, Dave, yeah, you know, that convertible note, yeah, we need to blah, blah, blah. Go home, research it, come back start regurgitating it, and then somebody oh. would throw a new verb. Guess back. what? It's not just you. I, I, mean, I remember doing the same thing when I first started going yeah. to an angel group and they were using all these words. I'm like, I, I just had to constantly... You had to constantly ask. do it. Exactly. So, That's what's happening. I mean, I have mentored so many people that I have seen grow just because they've gotten exposure to mentors and investors and people who have that experience and watch them grow, it is amazing. Not just gratifying, but from the business perspective to see them build businesses, it's really exciting. And and I know we can do more, right? We're just getting started. We're really excited about the opportunity to scale and grow what we're doing. You chose to set DivInc up as a nonprofit organization. Help us understand why you made that decision. It sounds like it could be an investing organization or are there multiple parts to it and, and there will be investment in the future as well? Yes. When we first started, we said, hey, you know, we would love to make this a for-profit. But what we recognized pretty early on was that if we're going to charge for the accelerator or if we're going to try to take equity at this early stage, we would be 
basically hypocritical because we would be creating more barriers to entry. And so if we took a couple of things off the table and said, okay, no fee and no equity stake, how do we do this? And so we took the nonprofit path and really said, okay, let's go ahead and build this. Let's see if we can figure out if there's a for-profit later on. And quite honestly, what's happening is this nonprofit model is working, but we're also, as I mentioned, we're about to launch a friends and family pre-seed fund. So that'll be sort of our for-profit arm that will be working in conjunction with the nonprofit. So we'll continue that work to remove the barriers for the entrepreneurs and then also provide financial capital via the Divink Ventures Equity Fund. Got it. Interestingly, maybe interestingly, I'm, I'm an advisor and a founding board member of Endeavor here in Colorado, which is a global nonprofit that works with growth stage companies. And they did a really interesting thing with their venture fund. The way they structured it was kind of interesting. Worth a look. It's called the Endeavor Catalyst Fund. Rather than sort of describing it as their for-profit piece, a lot of the carry that would normally happen goes back to That's right. the cause. Is that similar to what you're doing? Absolutely. We'll have a percentage of that carry will go to divvying the nonprofit. It's a great way to do it. Yeah. So you're fueling yes. the engine and the cause and people can invest in that and make some money doing that, hopefully, but also support divvying. So that's really cool. How else can people support what you're doing if there are people listening that are in the Techstars network? maybe mentors or some of those unicorn entrepreneurs that have had some luck and some success or anyone else listening, how, how can they help with what you're up to? Yeah, so I'd probably call out three, maybe four ways. One, absolutely, we have mentors. Are we really looking for like the subject matter expert, graphic designers, pitch coaches, business coaches, advisory coaches to really kind of work more one-on-one with some of the founders? So mentors and then also like the coaches. And then for corporate partners, yes, we definitely welcome foundations and corporate partners as sponsors for the accelerated program or sponsors for the alumni programs. We'll definitely want that support. And then also from the equity investment perspective, for those who want to be investors in in the early stage The beauty of it is that we have companies coming through the accelerator, helping to sort of de-risk that early stage investment. I know early stage is risky, but really getting to know some of these early stage founders and really pick some high potential winners. And as you said, David, invest in the fund and that fund in turn, the carry will go to the mission as well. So you're actually doing both. So those are the keys that we really are focused on. If whatever city that you may be in, if you feel like Divink will be a value add to the community, we welcome that. We're looking at Colorado and we're trying to build support in Colorado, Detroit and other cities in that central region. We'd love to talk with you about bringing Divink to your city as well. Awesome. Very actionable list of asks. If anybody's listening that wants to get connected on those (laughs) things, reach out to me, reach out directly to Divink, easy to find online. and. You know, I think the the impact of all this is going to be broad. There's a lot of people doing amazing things. The Techstars Foundation is trying to support. If you want to contribute directly to DivInc, you can go right now to techstars.org, click on Accelerate Equity. You'll see a link to donate. 100% actually goes right to DivInc. We actually add 5% to whatever you're going to do. 
So feel free to get a little amplification on, on your donation to Div Inc. if you love what's going on here. And, you know, Preston, thanks for spending a little time with us and making sure everybody's aware of the great work you're doing. Great to hang out with you for a bit and uh, look forward to seeing where else you go in the country. Oh, man. Thank you, David. Really appreciate it. And thanks to all Techstars family. And thank you all. We look forward to hearing from you. Let's go do some work. Right on. Thanks, Preston. Thanks, Dave. Take care. Thanks a lot for listening to the show today. We'd love to hear your feedback, ideas, or who you'd like to hear next on Give First. And please leave a rating and review, ideally a good one, and reach out anytime to podcasts at techstars.com or on Twitter, I'm at David Cohen. See you next time. Don't forget, give first. <laughs>